0: Reaching the fault lines of today. Welcome to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. This is Dr. Zudi Jasser, and welcome back to another episode this week of Reform This on the Blaze Radio Network. It's always great to be with you, and thank you for joining me. Thank you for subscribing. And every week, I think this is the main place you can find reasoned analysis from an American patriot, an American Muslim, who believes that we as Muslims need to lead the fight to counter-radicalize, to diffuse the ideas that feed in the continuum, the conveyor belt that brings threats to us domestically and abroad and on a micro level with those individuals that may be headed towards beginning in the grievance groups and ending in the violent extremism that's better called violent Islamism and on a big macro level, nation states and large rebel groups and others that are often militant Islamists that carry with them an ideology of supremacism, of theocracy, of the Sharia state or the Islamic state identity. Last week, President Obama gave his last national security speech as he completes his final weeks of lame duckery, in which he does absolutely nothing, forget genocides, forget whatever's happening in the world, he will get his 350th round of golf in before he leaves. But he gave that one last foreign policy speech. And I want to talk to you and pull out one sentence, a few sentences from that and, and talk about it. But I think it's also worthwhile to spend some time about the horrific, horrific situation in Syria that we thought just could not get worse, but only does get worse, especially with the massacre the catastrophe the catastrophe that happened and progressed this week in Aleppo and I have family there that we've spoken to and are living on the edge of life if you will and last I want to do an update on the blasphemy trial in Indonesia against the Christian mayor of Akko in Indonesia and you know, what that portends for what was one of the shining lights of secularism in the Muslim-majority country world or the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. And maybe more that we may talk about this week on Reform This. First, President Obama finished his last patronizing lecture, and he said in that speech, we are fighting terrorists who claim to fight on behalf of Islam. But they do not speak for over a billion Muslims around the world, and they do not speak for American Muslims, including many who wear the uniform of the United States American military. If we stigmatize good patriotic Muslims, that just feeds the terrorist narrative. It fuels the same false grievances that they use to motivate people to kill, unquote. So... I can see how some of that might feel that it resonates. I can see how that is from the talking points of the Council for American Islamist Radicalization. American Islamic Relations, they prefer to call themselves, but we know that they radicalize our community. And he claims that simply for him to claim that their Islam would feed into that narrative, so it's black and white. President Obama and his ilk and those who travel in this binary world look upon this fantasy world of his that he's leaving us eight years of Darwinian evolution, of dividing our country into two with a huge chasm across this Grand Canyon of political divide. And the world he divides into a simple binary choice of Fairyland, good people who golf and spend time with Hollywood producers and on The View and on the late night show. And then the bad people who are just violent people driven by guns and evil. And that's it. Good, happy go lucky Hollywood types and evil people that are just deranged and psychotic. So in his world, Muslims can either be good or evil, peaceful or violent, patriotic or treasonous. And their Islam can only be the same false binary equivalency. So in the reality, the continuum between the peaceful, patriotic American Muslim and the radical, violent Islamism is a long one. It's not just binary, and he thinks if you cross that binary divide and say that being Muslim is part of the radicalization process, not for all Muslims, but for those who believe in political Islam, then you're stigmatizing the entire bunch. All of us, 1.6 billion people. So it's either the 1.599 are evil or they're good if there's one terrorist. But that's not the reality. What this program is about, what our national security should be about, is the reality that there is a continuum between the peaceful, patriotic American Muslim and the radical, violent Islamist. And that continuum is a long one for which violence is only one of many final steps that the radicalization begins in a separatist mindset. That radicalization begins with a political ideology that begins to collectivize the ummah, the faithful, as one political unit. And that radicalization is embodied in countries like Iran that are called the Islamic Republic of Iran. Or the Islamic Republic of Pakistan and their Sharia states. Or the Islamic states and the Sharia states of Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and other Gulf petro Islamic states. Or G- Egypt or Syria and Iran. And many of these theocracies or quasi-theocracies or corporate Islamist tyrannies that claim to be secular and allow some freedoms to exist for clothing and others, but yet are Sharia states. He doesn't want to call them out on using the term Islamic. So the standards from the President of the United States is that the Islamic Republic of Iran does represent Islam because he calls it Islamic. And it has millions of adherents to Khomeinism. Not a majority. He doesn't want to recognize that the Green Revolution was a majority movement to revolt against the theocracy, the failing, failing, tyrannical theocracy of Khomeinism and its Shia Islamism. He doesn't want to recognize that the Muslims of Egypt, the majority did come out to protest the Islamist theocracy and supremacist state of the Muslim Brotherhood that took over after the Arab Awakening. That was a battle within the House of Islam. But yet nobody in the Middle East who was Muslim would doubt that the Brotherhood are Islamists. These massive global Islamist movements... Some which run nations, like the Wahhabis of Saudi Arabia or the Khomeinists of Iran or the Brotherhood. And their governments, they raise their soldiers, they raise their students in their schools to want to only die for Islamic theocracy and Islamic law. That's no different than ISIS. That's no different than the same political virus that gets into or a theopolitical virus that gets into the brain of a young college student in Alabama that decides they want to go die for the jihad in Syria or the nurse in Colorado or the militant in Oklahoma or Minneapolis or OSU or San Bernardino. This is a common, common movement that ends in that violent step for many, but for many it does not but is still incompatible with American ideas. Obama's binary bromide is that. It's a bromide. It's an attempt to anesthetize Americans with identity-based politicians and the OIC to racialize Islam and to deceive us into believing that there is no conveyor belt between political Islam the Islamic states and that final pathway of militant Islamism that is a common global conveyor belt that wants to destroy the West, that wants to destroy the free world. And do so by advancing conspiracy theories, by advancing anti-Semitism and hate for everything that we stand for, what Israel stands for, for democracies and what we stand for in the free world. Lastly, that binary argument gives Obama's good Muslims a pass. A pass as if they have no responsibility to reform the ideas that radicalize the masses against secular ideas and societies. So therefore, when he divides them into the 1.599 billion good and one or two bad, psychotic ones that aren't related, He gives them a pass that there's no relationship between the common scriptural interpretations or differences that they may disagree on and need to openly disagree on debate and defeat. So, no, Mr. Obama, we Muslims have a responsibility to lead that reform. We Muslims have a responsibility to understand the connection between moderate drinking, between alcoholism, And drunk driving between political Islamism and militant Islamism and its terrorism. This is Zudi Jasser on Reform This and we'll be right back. Reform This with doctor Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network.